If you're always searching for your next great adventure or seeking answers to complex questions, if you think of yourself as someone who takes charge, is there for others, breaks down barriers, or sees the world for what it can be, then you're just what we're looking for. CIA is searching for women of all skill sets with these traits and others to join the Directorate of Operations and help protect our nation. Visit CIA.gov careers. See yourself here. It's time to go one-on-one -on -one with DP. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, here is your host, Derek Pearson. Presented by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. I was about eight, nine years old. He started training me. At first, he just let me play because, like, I was big, I was tall and athletic, but I was really, like, a big man at first. Like, I would just rebound, set screens, all types of stuff like that. And he, he just let it happen so I can get, like, the love for the game first. And then when I was about, like, 10 years old, one summer we got in the lab, like, super heavy. Thought, like, he turned me into a point guard. That's how it really started. I want to make sure that he goes to a place um, that's going to allow him to play his game and where he's going to be able to succeed uh, to the best of his ability uh, on and off the court. I want to be a mid player, and I feel like I can definitely do that in the next two or three years. Happy Friday, everybody. Let's bring them in. We've got time today to talk to somebody that can give us insight to the program, to the game, uh, to the direction of, of Nebraska hoops. I want to thank you folks for joining us on one-on-one. -on -one. You know how the uh, how this works. You can hit us up, 402-464-5685. Start a text line. If you have questions for our guest, if you have questions uh, after the fact, you know how to dial into the Honda Lincoln hotline. You can follow this live video stream by Sarter Heyman, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Get to it. You can see what's going on. The chat rooms are open there as well. Let's bring in somebody that, uh, man, I go back with uh, and the fact that we're probably going to go forward with. Let's bring in Ramel <laughs> Rock Lloyd Sr. <laughs> to one-on-one -on -one big man. What's happening? DP, what's up, brother? Thanks for having me back on the show. Appreciate it. Uh, the first of many. We got lots of work to do. Um, for the listeners who don't know the Ramel Rock Lloyd story, um, give them the history. Because before we talk about young Mr. Lloyd Jr., Mm -hmm. We need to talk about Pops and Team Lloyd and the family. Tell your story. Yeah. Where are you from and, and what makes you you? Uh, I am originally from New York, the mecca of basketball. Don't let nobody tell you no difference. <laughs> um, <laughs> I grew up in Harlem in the South Bronx. I went to Cardinal Hayes High School in the South Bronx. Uh, came out, I was in Parade High School, All-American. Uh, came out, went to Syracuse University. Uh, originally and eventually transferred over to uh, Long Beach State out in California. Uh, hence, hence my son being a West Coast kid. That's how he got out there. Uh, I played about 10, 11 years overseas in minor leagues and uh, the states and Hollywood Road Charters and you, you name it. Uh, I've done it. You, you ran into a knucklehead back in the day, especially back in Orange County. <laughs> you ran into a, into a knucklehead that looks vaguely like me. What I what I can yeah. tell <laughs> what I can tell the folks is basketball at that level, the minor league level introduces you to real personalities and you get to meet, you get a pretty good gauge of how people are um, in the game and away from the game. 
I gave you uh, in the in 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 previous conversations about you. I've given you this tag. Like before, they used the term junkyard dog about basketball players. You were a junkyard dog. That was who you were. You played harder than everybody else. You were a wrecking ball to any defense, no matter what they threw at you. And it was fun yeah. for me to watch somebody who you love the game the right way and not everybody does to you. What does that mean? Loving this game that you care about so much the right way. Yeah. I mean, DP, you know, when people use this, this, uh, baller's life, uh, saying, you know, so vaguely, uh, but you know, in my case, it really is. I mean, basketball is not who I am, but it makes me who I am. Mm -hmm. If that makes any sense. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it's provided uh, a life for me um, outside of where I've grown up at. Um, It's allowed me to travel the world. Uh, It's allowed me to feed my family. Uh, And the love for the game, uh, I mean, I would, I would do all of, all of what I did for free, you know, (laughs) wouldn't even have anything to do with any, any money or fame or glory. Uh, just where I grew up at in New York City, uh, basketball is everything. Everybody can play basketball from, you know, the guys that's taking it serious to the guys just on the street corners. I mean, it's it's part of our life going up there. So I just kind of took that with me uh, throughout, you know, my whole career. Uh, and I think it's more most important to make sure that you love the game and fall in love with the game because, uh, you know, what you put into it is, is what it gives back to you. Um, and if you And if you don't love it, you can't continue to play or or be successful at you know the highest levels uh, of the game because it's so it's just so many parts of the game and that you you have to do that's not fun at all to mm-hmm. continue to be good. So if you don't love it, you ain't going to get up and do those things. So I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed that I was able to to uh, take advantage of the opportunities that was given to me by the game. And I'm super blessed that, you know, my, my son and also my daughter who played uh, continue to uh, play the game and allow me uh, to, to be a part of their process as well. We're talking to Ramel Rockloyd Sr. His son has signed his letter of commitment to, to the University of Nebraska for next year. Uh, he's headed to town. You were just here in town uh, a couple of weeks ago, and we got to hook up. But tell the yeah. folks your impressions of, of of Lincoln, Nebraska, as you get to, to to see it on repeat. Well, you know, we were we were we were thoroughly impressed with uh, Lincoln on our visit, our first visit before he committed and before he signed. Uh, everything is there uh, for a young student athlete to succeed. You know, on and off the court. Uh, it's a beautiful place. We fell in love with it from from the first time, and we definitely look forward to uh, being there. Well, I know Mel looks forward to being there. I look forward to visiting as much as possible. Well, I we 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 will get to that part too because there's an interesting twist that I want to talk about. And then for you, I know that family first means everything. So let's talk about Team well, Lloyd and what that's about and 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 why it exists. Well, you know, Team Lloyd uh, is just what you said, DP. I mean, it's uh, it's, it really doesn't have anything to do with basketball or anything. It's just the way uh, I was raised and the way I raised my family and my kids is to always make sure that we take care of each other uh, and we have each other's back and support each other no matter what uh, we're going through in life. So for me, um, you know, being the head of the the house – 
being a you know being a dad and being a, a husband, uh, being a son. Uh, to me, those are the most important things in life. You know, and all the, all the things that come along with life. If I don't have those those aspects of my life to enjoy them with, then they really doesn't doesn't really really mean much to me. So when we say Team Lloyd, you know, it's, it's just a it's just to remind us that hey, we're all together. You know, uh, obviously, you know, you see me put that a lot for things for Ramel because he's the youngest of Team Lloyd, uh, and he's going through this process. So it's just always a uh, staple of what I'm going to put on anything he got going on. Rock, tell us something about Ramel that doesn't show up on Rivals and Huddle and on these 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 scouting sites. Who is this young man, and who who are the Huskers getting? Uh, one thing about Ramel uh, that probably wouldn't show up on those things, um, you know, Ramel is a Ramel is a winner. Uh, first of all, he's a winner. Uh, he cares, you know, he cares about uh, his teammates. <laughs> he cares about his team. You know, he cares about other people's well-being. Um, and I think that's a, a great trait that he has that carries with him on the court. And, of course, it's just part of his off-the-court personality. Um, so, yeah, that's probably that's probably the, the biggest thing I think that'll stick out that, uh, you know, people get to watch basketball players play or any kind of athlete play uh, their sport or whatever it is and you kind of develop a develop what you think they would be like, uh, just based off of their game. And sometimes it's just completely opposite of how they're playing and how their personality really is off the court. Yeah, it it it's interesting to me that the, in the times we've talked before, you talk about how good, how talented your young man is. Um, and then I take that, uh, and I I hold it up to a measuring stick that that happens to be his dad. I mean, you came into the game, you know, Parade All-American. You go to Syracuse. You have your, your 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 time there. You play on a team that includes another buddy of mine, and people don't think of him as a basketball player. But you had you had Donovan on that Syracuse team, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Donovan was on that team. People don't think about Donovan as a basketball player, but he was he was a phenomenal basketball player. Honestly. Um, if he didn't play football as his main sport, of course, then yeah, he would have definitely been an integral part of that uh, Syracuse team. It's always funny because and, and and Donovan McNabb is who we're talking about. He Donovan would would go uh, to Redskins Park and he would just light it up like he would take on anybody and everybody. So it was always funny to watch. And he was like, "Just don't forget, I'm I'm, I'm orange. I I, I get you there at work." Um, <laughs> tell me the difference between being in a program like Syracuse and then being in a program like Long Beach State because there is there are a ton of differences. Mm-hmm. People think all of these programs are the same. They're not. Talk to yeah, me about right, the difference right. between Syracuse and Long Beach State. Well, I, you know, obviously there's a lot of differences, especially during the time when I was playing. I think the gaps are closing just a little bit now with uh, so many rules changes with the transfer rules and uh, facilities and things of that nature. But uh, one of the first things uh, is obviously the, the the facilities at the time. There was a sparing difference, and you know, a high major like Syracuse versus a mid major uh, like Long Beach State. Um, travel is also a huge difference. Uh, and the biggest thing that <laughs> the biggest thing that affected me the most was the, the practice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, practice time. At a high major, well, let me just go and talk about Syracuse. I guess I guess we should have had more talent, and you know, overall talent. 
and practice was a lot of skill development and a shorter period of time, like doing team stuff and, you know, wherever, wherever the case may be. Uh, so I went from like an hour and a half practices to maximum hour 45 minute practices at Syracuse. Mm-hmm. And then I got to Long Beach State and I'm practicing for three and a half hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm like, yo, I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Like, why are we practicing so much? You know, and um, uh, the coach, the coach, who my head coach at Long Beach State was actually the assistant who recruited me at Syracuse. So he was at Syracuse way more than four probably. I don't know, 18 years or so, and then he just got that Long Beach State job. So we both came from the same place. So I used to go to the office and be like, yo, coach, what's going on? Why the hell are we practicing for three and a half hours? So that's a funny story. But that, that's those are some of the main differences. You know, the attention to detail at the mid-major level. I mean, people don't give uh, these coaches uh, and athletes at the mid-major to lower levels enough credit because they put in a ton of time. The coaching is outstanding. Um you know, guys have been there. The coaches have been there for a longer tenure of time, um, and and I think the biggest difference on the court between the two at the time was uh, size. Basically, I mean, uh, we had a great team at Long Beach State. Our guards and forwards could can match up with anybody in the country, um, and the only difference that I felt was a major difference was the size and athleticism of the bigs. Major yeah, difference. yeah, it, it's a constant. You know, as it adjusts, and the game has yeah. adjusted. Let me ask you, you 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 had your 18-point averages and your 14-point averages. How much would you average at your apex in today's very little defense game? I don't know, DP. That's you know, that's really hard to say. I mean, I think I would I would obviously I was a little more maybe because of uh the fact that, you know, guys are shooting three-pointers a lot more. Um, you know, I think I was a really good shooter and if I had have more attempts uh, definitely, would, the average would go up more, and then you can't touch anybody anymore. So uh, that you know well, that, that could point. work in two ways for me, though. You know that could be great for me offensively, and I probably average more points because I'm I was I was a dog, and I would get to the basket. Right. But on the other end, I probably I probably be sitting on the bench in foul trouble because I'm touching <laughs> everybody as well. So I don't know. Maybe I average less points in today's game. Who knows? Yeah, you would, you would body you would body up. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're you you're absolutely yeah, right. So. I would I would have to make some adjustments <laughs> on both ends, uh, but you know, listen. The beauty of the game is that the game is forever changing, it's forever evolving for the best. Uh, you know, I hate to, I hate to compare with you know I would have done now or whatever. You know, that's cool, but you know I just enjoy watching the young guys play. And, you know, every in basketball like we have, I've had my time and I and I had a great time and I enjoyed it. And I'm having equally more fun enjoying watching my son in the next generation take the game and another level. Well, you care about the game, and you're not only training your son, you're training other people's sons as well. Like that, you having that impact on it. And a lot of that forward stuff still works. So because you Absolutely. know – Well, but, but Rock, if you, you know the game. Like you know the mm-hmm. game at, at, at a level that most people can't even begin to. So what happens with, with dads like you is that you – are really specific about who you trust your young man with, right? Correct. So making decision to send uh, send him here, what were the what were the things about the coaching staff that made that seem like it was the right thing to do? Uh, well, obviously, you know Fred's record and who Fred is speaks for itself. Um, honestly, as a head coach, 
uh, he he's changed programs. He's been in the NBA. He's played in the NBA, which is really key for me. And it's not only that he just played in the NBA. I mean, just understanding the nature of the game as a player uh, uh, and becoming a coach. You know, it's important to understand what players are going through, what they're feeling. Uh, you know, if they miss a shot, you almost can kind of understand why. Or, you know, you can fix things. Some things that you just can't get. Not only your own, there's absolutely outstanding coaches that's never really played the game at a high level. But I think there's something uh, to add to that player-coach relationship when a guy played at that level and the highest level and could actually uh, could relate to everything that's going on in the young uh, athlete's, uh, uh, you know, process. So, uh, you know, with that being said, the basketball aspect was fine for me. I love the style of play. Uh, Fred and I have the same vision for, you know, what we see Ramel as on the next level uh, as far as his position is concerned. And then the most important thing is that, you know, between Fred and Maddie and, of course, all the rest of the staff, everyone is just honest. You know, like I'm, I'm a big honesty guy. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I never really hold back what I want to say. I'm going to say what I need to say. Some people may not take that the right way. But <laughs> we were just going to say, yeah, I mean, for real, I'm, you know, I'm going to say what I got to say because it's the truth. You know, I'm not a sugarcoat type of guy. And that's how my family is. And then, you know, Fred and the, and the staff, you know, they, they, they're the same way, you know, and they understood what we wanted um, and what we wanted and what they wanted matched. And we thought it would be the best situation for sure. It's so funny. So we're talking to Rock Lloyd, Ramel Lloyd Sr. Um, when you say you speak from honesty, that's mm-hmm. part of why I can I can roll with you. Like that was the thing that we know that there are a lot of guys who play ball and who are in the in the game in the game, not as players who who don't right. work from that. They don't work from truth, and so you can't mess with everybody, and you can't let everybody in your circle. Yep. So when Thank I you. saw the first note that that. You know, there was a conversation between you guys in Nebraska. I look, man. I went full giddy. Like this. Oh, like this is like this is the perfect. This is the perfect marriage. Like if you took yeah. if you took the concepts that Fred Hoiberg plays with and the concepts in which you you and your family operate, it was yeah, a it absolutely. really was a great match. Yeah, I agree. I agree, hundred percent, DP, and that's uh, hence the, the letter of uh, intent is why we signed. Hey, man. Hey, man. Now I know that I know the hardest thing for you going to be over the next couple of months is watching basketball. You can't get you, you can't impact, and you can't. You're going to have to watch watch what the Huskers do from a distance, right? But I also know that that it's going to make make you and and your son smarter about this thing as you go forward. Um, I got a right. question to ask you because you said, you know, like young young man's coming. And then you will visit. But here's the thing. I I was mm-hmm. really hoping you were going to come to town and put together, like, uh, a, a food truck. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, listen, we talked about it, you know. My guy, my guy Nick, you introduced us to over there. Listen, I, I, we thought about it because, you know, my wife, obviously, she, she's Jamaican. Um, and we eat a lot of Jamaican food. <laughs> I don't think it's too much Jamaican food going on in uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. Right. We kind of thought about doing something like that. Uh, but maybe we'll just have to combine and do something with Nick one of these days. Yeah, that's – look, man, Yeah, I, I, I thought about it. I know first things first, let's focus on that business. But, you know, Rock, if you're here you... – <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. No, I mean, if we can make something work, then we'll be in Nebraska a little more than we thought originally. <laughs> yeah, you know, let's try to work that out. You know, we'll, we'll work it out. And Nick's, Nick's the right guy, uh, what he's doing over there. Did you get a chance to eat at Machachos when you were here? I, I did not get a chance to get over there, but I know I will. And it's probably uh, – I'll be there probably a little bit too much when I get there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saved the visit for when I'm there a little bit more, uh, a little more permanently. <laughs> well, that's just it. Nick has that effect, man. That's that's kind of how that works. So, what's his what's young man's schedule? Their season start has this season started. What are they prepping for? Uh, uh, the season has not officially started yet. They have been playing as an AAU team and traveling. They've already been to uh, Vegas, Miami, Atlanta. Uh, playing some some preseason games. Uh, they start November 18th is their first official game. It's okay. in San Diego. Uh, and after San Diego, they like going to Dallas. They, they have a New Jersey run. They have uh, the season is just going to be crazy this year. They're out in Hawaii. They're in uh, Missouri. They're in Arizona, Vegas again, New Orleans. So it's going to be a uh, great opportunity for Romel to have fun his senior year and compete against the best in the country uh, and all while preparing to be, get ready for Nebraska next year. So it's an exciting time for us. You talked about him and you defi- you described him as a winner. What does that mean yeah. and where does it come from? Well, I, what it means for me, uh, especially with watching him, and he, I don't even know if he'll agree with this uh, as much, but I, I know my son and what I describe as a winner is someone who is willing and who has even sacrificed some of his own personal gain to make sure that the team's success is first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen him do that. Um, that's, that's, that's a great characteristic to have. It's a little bit more of just made up of who he is. Uh, of course, I was the same way. I wanted to win, but I think I was a little bit more focused on my individual uh, performance as well. <laughs> so, um, but that's why he's a point guard, and I was a two guard. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. You know, I was a scorer, and you know, I, I think that Ramel makes winning plays. Like I, I've seen kids, I've seen kids highlight videos, and then I've watched them in person, and there's two different uh, things there. Mm-hmm. And then I've watched Ramel's highlight videos, and I watch them in person, and his highlight videos are really just how he plays, uh, if that makes sense. So I don't. You know, like some certain kids, uh, like they'll, they'll make some crazy plays basketball-wise. It doesn't make much sense. But then they'll come down and they'll make a play that looks like they should be in the NBA tomorrow. Right. Uh, Ronell really doesn't make those kind of plays as outlandish. He's a smart player. He thinks the game. He plays the game the right way. Uh, and his highlight plays, to me, is just a little bit more of just who he is. Uh, just makes one in place. Well, it's funny too because uh, I can I can count on on both hands the number of nights when when said team needed buckets, uh, you became point guard, Rock Lloyd, at the top yeah. of the key, <laughs> given yeah. the business. Yeah. So <laughs> he comes he yeah, comes by authentically. Hey. I was very capable, DP. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't as natural at it as Ramel is. So <sighs> I was very capable, but but I did that on purpose with Ramel when I. As he came up because you know as I got older in my career and I and and you know I was I, I would say I was a really good scorer I was a great scorer um and I can score I felt I can score anybody at any time but you know as you get older and even the greatest scorers you don't have off nights right you get a little older you lose a little bit of athleticism 
you you know your shots not falling tonight wherever it is so I got to I got to a point at sometimes where you know if I wasn't on if I wasn't on fire that night then I just didn't play as much mm-hmm. you know I wasn't I wasn't as important or as effective to the team because my shot wasn't on that night so what I wanted to do for Romel at the height you know that I was I'm about six four six five Romel's about six six I said I wanted him to be able to be the best player on the court without scoring the ball. Right. And then when he does when he does develop that to scoring as well, then obviously that's a bonus. But I wanted him to be able to be the most important piece on the team, even if his shot wasn't forming. And that's kinda of why I kinda of developed him into being that point guard and having that, that mindset. Now as he got older he, he definitely started to get a little bit more buckets and, and became naturally a little bit more like me. But he also can play both ways. Yeah, I was going. I was going to make the phone call and tell you to fly to Lincoln. They needed some rebounds late in the game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, to get that, they'll get it together. DP, that's the first game of the season. They look phenomenal in the first three games. Yeah. They're, uh, you know, their their preseason games in the in the scrimmage against uh, Colorado. Yeah, uh, and I just think this just was a little bit of just playing too well early. So just a little little bit of a wake up call. They're gonna get it together. Though. I don't have any doubt. In the future, looks. So bright. Uh, Rock, yep. love you, yep. bro. Appreciate you, man. And uh, looking forward to talking to the young man here at 5 o'clock and let the folks get yes, to know sir. him a little bit more, too. Appreciate you, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Hope I didn't talk too much. No, no. Appreciate you guys having me on. No, no. We're going to do this again real soon, partner. <laughs> That's Ramel no Rock no Lloyd Sr., his son, Ramel Jr., uh, signed his letter of intent at the University of Nebraska to play hoops for the Huskers next year. Looking forward to it. Good man. Great family. Um, good things are coming to Lincoln, Nebraska. We'll throw it a break. A little What's Up DP action when we come back. 93.7 The Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store. You're listening to One on One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.